T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. It's Beamaz and Beamer, News Radio 930 WBEN. All right, Beamaz and Beamer here on WB. Is this the new song that everyone's talking about that I saw on uh, CNN? No. Oh. No, but I, I thought, you know. The vaccine song? You know what I'm talking about? This is, oh, the juvenile vaccine yeah. song? I should have put that as the uh, as the opening. This isn't it? No, this I, isn't I it. I haven't listened to the song, so I, I wasn't sure. <laughs> Could have been for all I know. What, what's the title? Vax that thing up. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's gonna get me right in line. Beamers and Beamer here on WBEN, and uh, well, welcome back. It's a Thursday, gloomy Thursday morning. How's, is the week flying by for you, Joe? Four day week. You know, even though it's not a four day week for me, uh, I feel like it's been a pretty quick week. Yeah. You know, I had a very easy Monday when everyone else was. Uh, I I just sat here. Mm-hmm. So I had a very easy Monday. Yeah, I feel like it's going you to You could nice have not day. showed up. No one would have known. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> you were the only one here. I mean, you know, what's the worst that's going to happen? It was me and the uh, landscaping crew. Yeah, they would have They would have tailed on you. Yeah. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> hey, that Virginia have, Tech car is not out they, there. They would have known. <laughs> I would have heard it from them. Uh, but, no, welcome uh, to Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Uh, phone lines are open at 803-0930. You can also send us a text at that same number, 803-0930, on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. A reminder, you got a summer stimulus word this hour, draft, D-R-A-F-T. If you text that word draft in to 72881, you can win $1,000. And uh, we'll uh, be sending you, uh, coming up soon, your chance to win some tickets to go to the Renaissance Festivals, uh, an extra something to do I mean, just a show throughout of, the summer. It's a show of winning. It's a giveaway, giveaway, giveaway. Um, but, you know, there is um, some people not uh, winning. There are some people not going, uh, you know, anywhere. And that is, uh, it kind of starts with, we haven't really talked about this. Um, the Shikari Richardson kind of ordeal over the past, it's been, what, a little over a week now? Yeah. That this is kind of played out and then really made official yesterday that she would not be heading to the Olympics. And for those not familiar, this is the sprinter who uh, favored to win gold. Only 21 years old, one of the fastest American women, favored to win. It, was it the 100 or 200 meters that was her special? 100 meter. In the one, so the big event. The 100 meter uh, dash was the big event. And she is not going to the Olympics because she tested positive for marijuana. And of course, the outcry over this as seen as an injustice has been, you know, really carrying forth over the last week. 
she won't be able to compete in that event. She still would have been, I guess, eligible to go to the Olympics and compete with the relay team, but U.S. track and field saying that that's not going to happen either. She'll be left off of the Olympics entirely. Only 21 years old, so there's more games ahead of her, but still, it only comes around once every four years. Right. You only have so many shots at winning an Olympic medal. It's a pretty big blow. So not going to get that opportunity. And it raises a lot of questions, uh, fairness of what exactly this policy is, what the point of having the policy is. And, I, you know, I find myself um, on kind of both sides of the issue. And I think you can be on both sides of the issue. Disqualifying someone from the Olympics over marijuana use, it seems pretty stupid. Yeah, I mean, at this point, especially yeah, especially in 2021 when it's legal in most states, it's not the forklift sprint, right? I mean, it's not you're not operating heavy machinery, right? If you were Bruce Springsteen's daughter on the horse and you're riding around and you tested positive for marijuana, maybe you have an yeah. argument. Maybe yeah. you can convince me. It doesn't seem like something that should be uh, taken into consideration when it comes to the Olympics. It's not a performance enhancer at all. However, it is, right? And the rule is there that that's one of the things that they test for. And a positive result can result in you being disqualified. And if you've reached that level, you know all these things. So at the same time, listen, the rule can be stupid, but it's still a rule. I think a lot of us have found that out over the last year. You can have (laughs) rules that make no sense at all. But they're still in place, and you still kind of have to go with them. And I find myself agreeing with the president, uh, Joe Biden, agreeing uh, or saying this about this, um, you know, saying the rules are the rules. Whether they should remain the rules is a different issue, but the rules are the rules. And I kind of find myself in in that very uh, scenario when it comes to this story, because the rules are the rules. Just like the president said, I mean, they don't make sense. Should it be changed? I think so, especially as, you know, more countries, more states, um, you know, the legalization of weed becomes, you know, pretty far reaching. Yeah, I think it kind of makes sense to change it. I don't I don't know how much um, research is done as that is a performance enhancer, but I, I don't think. There's a lot of people claiming that that's going to make you faster in the 100 meters, right? Yeah. Um, But they are the rules, and you know them. And the thing is, it's if this is your dream to compete in the Olympics, and you know what's going on, you know all the rules and regulations, you know what you're getting into, then it's just something you can't do, (laughs) right? I mean, it's something you can't do if it's prohibited. And that's going to stop you from competing. Right. I mean, it, yes, it is a ridiculous rule. And, and I agree with you, Brian. I I, I think the rule should be uh, should be taken off. I don't think it should be one of the things tested for. Uh, we're going to see that, I think, in other sports leagues as well. We're starting to see that in other sports leagues as well. But, yeah, it, this is what, I mean, she's been working toward the Olympic, uh, the, the Olympics. 21, this, you know, like you said, she was favored to win gold. You would think if you have all that going for you, all right, you know what? I, I'm just I got to I gotta stay away for a few months as I do my trials. They're going to test me at the trials, go to the Olympics, win gold, you know, and then maybe between the four years of the Olympics after winning gold, you say, Hey, by the way, 
this rule that you have on your books is ridiculous, and I'm going to fight it. Yeah. I, I don't know how often they test when you have to be clean for, you know, what certain competitions you do. But it's not even like saying, hey, you have to give this up completely. Right. It's, you know, this year, you know, these six months. Yeah. In the lead up to the Olympic Games, you know, what you've been working for your entire life. If you could not smoke weed, I feel like that's not that much to ask for an Olympic athlete. No. Right. I, I wouldn't think. I, I don't. Now, she's come forward and saying, well, she learned about the death of her biological mother. And that's very sad. Yeah. She said she used marijuana to help cope in the situation. I, as the president said, I, that doesn't change. Rules are rules, yeah. and I, you know the consequences before you do this. How many people have found themselves in the same position where, hey, you smoke marijuana. That's fine. You're applying for a job. You know they do a drug test for marijuana use. You think that's stupid, and there's no reason they should do it. And maybe you're probably right. Yeah. But. They're still going to do it. They're still going to do it. <laughs> and if you want the job, you're still going to have to pass that test. It's no different from that in my eyes. Uh, Robert in Niagara Falls, you're on WBEM. What's going on? Yeah, how you doing? Uh, here's the thing. Uh it's an Olympic uh, committee uh, rule. Uh, the other thing is this now: uh, if the hockey player uh, smokes his uh, joint uh, before a hockey game, uh, does he uh, is he relaxed? He loses speed. Uh, so uh, yes, it may be legal, but it shouldn't be legal uh, in sports because uh, hey. Somebody bets a game, not to say that uh, people bet, but, but but they do. And guess what? Uh, the guy smoked, a, uh, uh, how you say, marijuana, and he's playing uh, tomorrow, and he's got to sk- skate at 60, 60 miles an hour. So, listen, if it's going to be, it's going to be all sports, not just uh, this athlete that's a, a track star right now. Well, so you, you know, I, I should point out, you mentioned hockey. Um, was it Kucherov who just won the uh, Stanley? I don't want to get this wrong, but there was a Russian player who uh, or maybe it's Kuz- no, it's Kuznetsov. I- I'm messing up my Russian names. No problem, no problem. Who was um, not, who is not allowed to compete in the Olympics because they tested positive for cocaine? Now that's not something you would say is a performance-enhancing drug, probably right? But they tested positive. You knew you couldn't test positive. Now you have the consequences, and I'm not sure how many years they're banned for for uh, recreational drug use. Well, I, I... well, the, I, I'm not an expert in this. Maybe you can, I'm going to hang up after this, and I'll listen to your comment. Here's the thing: uh, today we legalize marijuana in sports. We can, uh, don't punish them. That's okay. The next thing is going to be like uh, the um, what's his name that the, the horse that won the Kentucky Derby. Uh, uh, well, he, he gave uh, the horse a steroid so he, he wouldn't feel the pain when he's running. But anyway, that's, so one thing leads to another. First, it's marijuana. Then it may be cocaine. Then it may be um, uh, some other drug. Horse steroids. I get where you're going, Robert. <laughs> Thank you for the call. I don't know if I draw the line. But I want Direct to- compare. You, you, you go, you slide down that slippery slope right from a joint to horse steroids, let me tell you. But 
to, to Robert's point, he doesn't want to see marijuana in any sports because uh, if I heard him right, because people are gambling on the sport. And if, I, I don't know what uh, if, the point was exactly there. Uh, listen, I am open to, uh, by the way, if you think it is a performance enhancer, I'm open to that argument because I can absolutely see that. But in so many of these sports, you have all these painkillers that are legal. Right. You would, And this has become a problem where you are allowed to do this. I, this was written about, I think, as it pertained to hockey before. But players were not allowed, you know, by the drug testing rules to smoke marijuana. It, it was almost like they were being encouraged to use a harder substance instead of something that would be more healthy for your body to deal with the pain of, you know, being in a car crash or five of them uh, every other night while you're playing in the NHL. Um, you know, I, I can see a lot of arguments. The, to me, the bottom line is it's a stupid rule, but it was in place. It, I, and I think that's where you kind of have to end up. And yes, maybe it should be changed maybe immediately, but you'd have to assume, listen, if they're testing her, I would imagine they're testing everybody. just about everybody right. and that other positive tests were found. And if they were... Those people aren't allowed to compete either. If you're making an exception just because it's the gold medal favorite, that wouldn't be fair to a lot of the other athletes. No, it wouldn't. And you can definitely be sympathetic to her situation, you know, trying to cope with emotional pain, obviously. Uh, but I agree with this texter on the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board. She should have tried changing the rules before her qualifying race. Like I, like, like I said, if she had, you know, started this movement a year ago, knowing that, hey, I'm one of the best runners if not in the if not in the world in the United States and I'm looking at what they test for drug wise and I don't understand with legalization of marijuana throughout the United States you will have to show me how this is performing enhancing because I think this should be removed like she could have started the cause before she tested positive and I think that would have maybe we're not talking about this maybe she would have been successful before the uh, qualifying to get that removed as something that is banned or we'd have at least as you mentioned Brian the better explanation how this is a performing enhance a performance enhancing drug Dominique Dawes a three-time Olympic gold medalist gymnast for the U.S. she was on CNN she said she actually agreed with the suspension and saying that exact quote rules our rules. Uh, this was her quote. You're speaking to an Olympic gymnast. We're very particular. We are rule followers for most cases. Because it is a current rule, they need to follow the rule. Unfortunately, that does mean she will not be competing in these Olympic Games. And, you know, you can go on. You can disagree with the rule, but it is in place. And it's not one of these. Here's the one, you know, uh, I I, I completely see all sides. The one part that I take issue with when you're talking about this argument is um, when you start to look at some of the people in Congress who have made uh, brought up this issue, and you start to turn the discussion into something that it isn't. Um, AOC, Jamie Raskin over in Maryland, um, sending letters to leaders of both the U.S. and world anti-doping agencies saying, please strike a blow for civil liberties and civil rights by reversing this course you're on. I, you can't make the issue something that it isn't, right? right? It's not uh, striking a blow for civil rights to allow marijuana. It, it, you do it because it makes common sense, right? It, it is not a 
civil rights issue. It's not a, a civil liberties issue in this place and time. It's an issue of, listen, this rule doesn't make sense. But as of right now, it is a rule. Nobody is forcing you. There's no um, you know, social reason why you absolutely have to do this. It is, at the end of the day, still a choice that you make. If alcohol was banned, it would be the exact same thing. It would be a choice that you make to partake in whatever the substance would be, knowing the consequences that are probably there. Yeah, you know, sometimes it is, Brian, that simple. And where we are in 2021 with politics, and this is a completely another a different show, I understand. Uh, but where we are with politics, you know, sometimes there's not a larger picture. Sometimes it really is just that simple. It really is, hey, this is the rule. And until it's not a rule, this is how you follow it. It's really, it's nothing larger than that. Um, but to Robert's point, Robert was talking about uh, if you bet on a game, and I thought that was a very interesting point, and maybe we'll bring Pete Rosen here uh, to talk about it one day. Uh, but if you bet on a game, you don't want the athlete to have had marijuana to be high on. Well, what about if the player had gone to the bar the night before and was hungover and you bet on it? That's not illegal. You have no idea. <laughs> I was telling everybody to look on social media of what teams were getting the COVID vaccine. Because you all know the day after, oh, that's right. If you got the COVID vaccine, <laughs> you're probably not feeling all that hot, so, right? With the uh, with the side effect from the vaccine. So if you know a whole team is getting it on day one and they're playing the next day, right? That you bet against it. I, it's no different than that. It's no. I, you can't look at it that no, way. No, I, I just thought that was interesting. That was that was. I mean, and, and Robert, we thank you for the call. But that's how Robert opened his fo- his I, phone call. I, I look at um, the text board, Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board eight zero three zero nine three zero. Somebody chiming in. You're looking at it the wrong way. It's illegal because they want athletes performing at their peak. And you know, I I don't really see it that way. If your you, your argument, I'm guessing, is that it's um, not enhancing your performance. It's, it's doing the exact opposite. But at the same time, if you're using marijuana and you're still the fastest person, <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if that really has that much. I could see, again, you could make the argument that it is a performance. I'll listen to that. Right. I don't really think there's much to it. Um, but you can make that argument. I'm sure that argument will be made by somebody when this rule is debated going forward. I don't think four years from now this rule is going to be in place. No. Right after this controversy? No, speaking of betting, I will take a bet on that. I, I'm almost positive uh, that it won't, but it is now. And, you know, that's it's unfortunate. We all want to see the best athletes at the Olympics. We don't want to see something trivial keep them out. Yeah. We want to see as many golds brought back to the United States as possible. Yeah, that's right. I'm rooting for the – this means that what? We're probably a lot less likely. I'm I'm not up on my Olympic sprinting in the off season. No. The, I, I get most of my information five minutes before the race. I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> the studio show before the race. Yeah. They let me know who the favorites are. I watch the uh, heats beforehand, uh, kind of see how everyone's – and then I make my decision. But I'm going to guess this doesn't uh, bode too well for uh, our hopes at the – gold medal in the 100 meters but in four years watch out four years watch out that's right hey uh we're talking about something else too and that is your customer service in the time of covid and there's an art uh, interesting look at this overseas and then when we were talking with yanni seren who's the executive director of the albright knox art gallery earlier this morning uh it kind of came <laughs> into my mind again well hear what he had to say and then customer service and COVID, 
are the two still going hand in hand to you? Is COVID an excuse for maybe not as great customer service or not up to par service? For some people, it isn't anymore. You're listening to BMAS and Beamer on WBEN. It's BMAS and Beamer. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. News Radio 930 WBEN. All right. Welcome back. It is BMAZ and Beamer, and it is time to give you a chance to win tickets to the Sterling Renaissance Festival. Ooh, that's right. We have a family four pack. And if you're caller number four to 644 9875, you will have a chance to win that family four pack, valid for one day admission during the 2021 season. Enjoy a 360 experience. Delicious. Delicacies, yes, and jousting shows with edge-of-your-seat thrills. Weekends, July 10th through August 15th. For tickets to plan your visit, check out sterlingfestival.com or be caller number four hey, at 644-9875. Sorry. I cut, I, knowing you know your entire script, I cut you off still. <laughs> they play Led Zeppelin at the Renaissance Festival? Exactly. On the pan flute? That's, that's the, right. The pan pipes? I uh, I would like to see that. While you're having your, uh, was it leg of turkey? I think they have at these things. I've seen Black Sabbath be played on uh, German bells. Someone played it all on a table full of bells. Iron Man. That seems like it would be very difficult. It it was one of the most impressive things I've ever seen in live music. The uh, the bells being played, and uh, I want I want to say they did some Zeppelin too. I'm not sure. I was part of a uh, bell choir once, and they kicked me out before we did any performances. <laughs> Why am I not surprised? The Beamaz and Beamer here on WBEN. Um, we were talking in the last half hour about Shikari Richardson and you know being disqualified from the Olympics over marijuana. It seems unfair. I, at the end of the day, though, I just rules are rules. The rules should be changed, but if it's in place, I mean, you can't just change it depending on who it is. Somebody chimed in on our Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board saying, if this person was from a different country, it was their star runner, would you feel the same way? I, you know, yeah. yeah. So my, I, I would rather see them race, of course, but at the end of the day, that's the rule. I mean, yeah. they know it. Everyone knows. Everyone has, well, maybe not agreed to it, but it is the kind of agreed upon rule of the Olympics. This is one of the things we're testing for, like it or not. I'm sure that will change four years from now, two years from now, actually one year from now when the Winter Olympics are taking place next winter. Um, 
it, it will change because the rule doesn't really make that much sense. I think that's the general consensus. But as of right now, I that was the rule that was in place that everyone else is playing by, like it or not. I, I mean, that's the way it is, unfortunately. So, yeah, I mean, that would go for any country. Right. I mean, if another country couldn't run their star runner, that looks better for the United States. Yeah, uh, I'd be all for it. Now, I saw this. This was over. I don't know if a similar um, uh, look at the stats has been done over here in the U.S. or maybe throughout New York State. But over in the U.K., they're reporting on consumer re- complaints, right? Uh, they said customers are fed up with COVID being used as an excuse for bad service. All right, so this is from the BBC. It's a, Consumers were initially tolerant of delays and other issues as businesses fought to cope with the effects of the crisis. However, the excuse of COVID for poor service or not up to par service I guess is no longer sufficient because the number of complaints about poor service in the last six months, so basically in 2021 over in the UK, is at its highest level since 2009. And it was kind of strange to see this story, and I saw it at just about the same time we were talking with Yanni Seren. He's the executive director of the Albright Knox Art Gallery. And we were talking with him about some of the challenges in getting this big new addition put on the Albright Knox. And, you know, obviously with some of the shortages, we've been talking about lumber shortage, increase in prices. How does that impact all the construction that they're doing? This is what he said. Last week, I'm, I'm on the phone with the, with the president of uh, one of these German companies who was actually uh, in charge of creating the structure for the curtain wall. And, you know, everybody these days very easily pivots to saying, uh, there's a delay because of COVID, uh, or there isn't this or that. What I want to hear from all the individuals involved in the project, especially those who have made commitments to us, is that Buffalo comes first, that we are your number one priority, and you're doing everything possible, moving heaven and earth, to make this happen on time uh, so that we can deliver the project to our community on the schedule that we are committed to. And it's interesting to have these phone calls with individuals in Germany and, and Scandinavia and uh, other places. And, and, you know, some of them never been to Buffalo and I welcome them to always visit. But I say that what I want you to hear, uh, what I want to hear you say first are these words, Buffalo comes first and uh, then we can talk about COVID related delays. But first I need to hear, Buffalo comes first. Yeah, I first you gotta love hearing that from uh, Yanni Sorrent. Buffalo comes first. He's advocating for uh, everything to go as smoothly as possible, but he kind of has that attitude, right? I, I was reading this story and then talking with him and thinking, you know, that's I guess the attitude that I'm reading about. Or listen, I understand you have some delays, but I, I don't want to hear about it. I mean, let's get going here. Uh, Buffalo comes first, and uh, I I want all of your attention. I think it's kind of interesting, and we are at that point where, I don't know, you you can land one of two ways. I personally, I think I'm still a little more on the let things slide uh, part of the Hmm. spectrum, and I think that has to do not so much with COVID, but it has to do with the help wanted signs that I'm seeing everywhere. Um, And that's kind of part of the reason why I'm uh, on 
I'm, you know, not picking teams, but I'm on the side of, you know, I, I still let things go. I, I am more understanding if things aren't quite as they usually are, as quick as they usually are, because maybe they don't have the people and the workforce and the hands and the brains to uh, make the operation as speedy as it usually is. I say it's a situation by situation, um, but I agree with you. I mean, driving into work every morning, even though we drive into work before it's daylight, um, the, the help wanted signs when you go buy something, hey, we're having open inter- interviews all day Tuesday, uh, still seeing that yet. Yeah, you, you give people the benefit of the doubt. You know, if I'm going out to get dinner at six o'clock and I'm going to, you know, a place that obviously is short staffed, well, guess what? We're gonna you're gonna wait. Your your time of six twenty that you put on your app when you ordered it's not gonna be there at six twenty. And I think most people here still okay. You know they're having problems hiring people, and I think that's going to be an issue until the unemployment insurance runs out in September. And yeah, I give the benefit of the of the doubt, but I do see myself in other situations starting to get upset when I still hear COVID as an excuse. And, and it's not more; it's not a consumer thing. It's just an uh, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, ob- ob- observation. And when I observe okay. certain things and COVID is the excuse, I get upset. But when it comes to consumer, I see, I'm see, i seeing more people get upset. I'm seeing in those situations mm-hmm. people saying things, complaining more than I would have three months ago. Me personally, I'm like you, Brian. I still, you know, I think everyone understands the situation. And yeah, it's frustrating, but I'm not, I'm not there yet where I'm going to start complaining. But some observations I've made... I'm sick of hearing COVID. You've all been in front of the one person in line, right? Where and you can feel it like almost on your <laughs> yes, neck. Yes, yes. Where the person behind and this has happened to me, I I to what you just said, Joe, I think a lot more recently, where you're standing in line and you're kind of wait you're waiting, you're waiting a little bit longer than you normally would or than you would like to. And like I said, my attitude in a lot of these places, especially because you can see in front of you. You know, if there's one or two people helping out, like a line of people, you know it's going to take. So that goes back to uh, what a show we did, what like a month ago, uh, working in the service industry and how oh, much yeah. it changes your perception. I mean, that you know helps me out in the first place. Like, uh, listen, I know what it's like to try and you know take care of a bunch of people and you're all by yourself. Like, it's not fun. Like, I'm not trying to add to your stress. Like, you're not trying to make a bunch of people mad at you. For sure. I mean, maybe you are. but uh, <laughs> Maybe it's but, just that kind no, of day. <laughs> you, you, you see the situation. You kind of know the situation. And then you feel that person behind you who's, <sighs> yeah, <sighs> come on, checking their phone, checking their watch all the time. Just, oh, man. Making like, everyone oh. else uncomfortable. Yes. And I, I'm, I'm thinking behind, like, you know, come on, guy. Like, what, listen. If you didn't want to wait, you knew the situation you're getting into. Like you can just leave. You see, people are generally working as fast as possible. Yeah, I chill out for a little bit. So that is mostly how my thinking is. I will say there are some situations. I think for me, it's more policy over like the speed and service aspect because the speed and the service thing. I am very, you know, I'm still of the mind of, like, cut people some slack. As I mentioned, uh, people are still trying to ramp up to speed with their workers and get more people on the lines and, you know, get the service to where they want it to be. But also, yeah, there is some hiccups. You know, you might not have a certain thing. It's more the policy thing 
where I start to go a little, you know, I talked about the dentist office uh, <laughs> earlier this week, and that was, and trust me, th my dentist was listening at the time, so he wanted to talk to me about <laughs> the policy, and I, I understand, I'm like, listen, it's not, I know it's not your fault at all, it's uh, not your decision, but, um, you know, some of the things that bug me are the, uh, oh, cashless, uh, we're all digital tickets to events, like, the policies like that, that are, well, it's COVID, we want to be safe, you know, oh, don't touch all these surfaces. Those are the things that have right. gotten to bug me uh, definitely a lot over the last couple of months. And those are the things I'm not patient for. But when it comes to the speed service type of thing, I'm still very understanding. I'm not, you know, filing complaints just yet. I just want to say this. When you're walking into a place that says we have open interviews twice a week, maybe don't go to that place if you're in a time crunch. You know, I mean, eventually, mm -hmm. if you're up against the clock, that's on you. Um, but, you know, by the way, yesterday, I went to a place in the mall that was cash only. And I thought that was so out of the ordinary in 2021 after COVID to see a place, a national brand with a sign, we accept cash only. I thought that was quite strange. I, it's You don't see that everywhere. I don't see that anywhere. Yeah. Cash only. I see like card only or yeah. only, you know, cashless. But some of these observations I make, you know, we're talking about consumer stuff, but I'm starting I'm starting to get, and I don't know, Brian, maybe it's just me, I'm starting to get upset when I watch a sporting event or when I listen to a podcast or something, and they're still not in studio or for sporting events, not on the road with the team because of COVID. Like, I don't know why, but that's starting to really bother me. And it's an observation where COVID's being used, but it's like, but the place, the places are full. Like when you're home, when your team's home, that stadium you're in is full. Why the cost cutting stuff. It just, it, yeah, just admit it. Yeah. Can you just be upfront and say we're going to do this from now on? Because guess what we realized last year, we can do the exact same job here in the studio, and instead of sending our teams all across the country, we're going to save a bunch of money. We're just, we're going to turn the lights off at our big expensive building and keep everyone at home because we're saving a bunch of money. Right. I I agree with you 100 percent on that. That I would be much more understanding or much more okay if everyone was upfront and honest. Yeah. And that goes that the ticket thing is what drives me nuts. <laughs> is you know oh to be safe to minimize contact. You know, we're minimize contact. We're, we're going into a concert hall where there's going to be a thousand people all together. Like, there's no minimizing contact right. here. The, my ticket exchange with you is not the point of, you know, COVID concern in this entire experience. You want me to put a ticket on my phone so you can get into my email and then send me a bunch of ads, and I'm probably going to buy it because. You know I'm a sucker. Right. Uh, just be honest with me. Be upfront. That's the thing that I uh, I get a little you know annoyed with. I wish the town of Amherst would be upfront about why they didn't do fireworks this year. I, that was a cost cutting economic decision. Don't blame it on COVID. And I, no one would I think have a problem. Everyone's understanding of yes, that point. You're it's understanding been a tough year. to an extent. I'm understanding. Just stop with, using the excuse. Yeah, waiting a little longer. Yeah. Some of the policies, maybe not so much. Chapman, you're on WBEN. How's it going? Yeah, good morning, uh, gentlemen. A um, couple points. I'm, uh, I'm taking a ride right now, and i just uh, hearing this topic of discussion. And uh, uh, you, Well, first off, uh, waiting in, um, in stores and such, waiting on uh, uh, the customer service to be uh, taken care of. Uh, there is a certain donut shop, I won't say the name, but I intentionally will drive 15, 
20 minutes out of the way to go to the next closest one just because it will end up being faster for me to get my order and return to work on break. I, I tend to make the uh, unwise choice of uh, if there's only two or three cars in the drive-thru, uh, thinking I would be in and out. Nope. It ends up taking about a good 10 to 15 minutes. No lie every single time. Is that a new thing, though? Is that a COVID thing, or is it always like? Because I'm thinking of you know similar situations, and I, that's, that's always been that way, for me at least. I don't know if it's a COVID thing. I mean, I've been... I know I've been there before when things are good. I think it's just the, the, the quality of the uh, the employees and such. Like, the good ones ended up, like, going and started, just kicked back, uh, getting that um, getting that payday from the government, and then all they're stuck with is uh, a newbie, a fresh into the workforce uh, kids, and either that or there's just no uh, uh, respect for the job or there's just no concern to really put forth the effort. Well, hey, Chapman, appreciate the call as always, and I, I, I've i run into that situation too. You kind of skip along. You know the places to avoid where they've been having some, and that has happened more, I think, over the last year. There's places where I used to go all the time that I've had a couple of experiences. I'm waiting too long, and I just yep. say, all right, it's move it along. Maybe I'll try again in like a few months. There was a place running a very good sale on Tuesday that I would usually go to. But because of recent experiences with waiting an hour for my order, I unfortunately wow. had to avoid that sale. Hour. That's and I, I've said this. You know, you know me. I've said it a million times before. I'm waiting in line is just my least favorite thing yeah. to do. Period. It's the one I cannot stand and, waiting in line. And I understand. I understand being short staffed. I understand having to cut hours yeah. in your schedule. But it is. It is in the back of my mind that I don't have that, or I don't want to push that time aside today. So, you know what? I love that place. I will be back there. But I knew Tuesday was going to be a you-know-what, and I just stayed away. I uh, Somebody chiming in, 803-0930, saying, I don't mind waiting, but if there is a longer line, move along the yapping customer. <laughs> that's that's not a COVID thing. That's just no. kind of a everyday occurrence, right? Or when you, you hear that. Yeah, when you see two friends talking, a customer and an employee are friends with each other. Hey, I understand seeing a friend trying to get a message along. But if you see five people behind you, hey, I'll text you after work. <laughs> I, <laughs> I always got very, like, I would be very uncomfortable in that situation when I was working in service where you'd see someone you know, they yeah. want to talk to you a little bit, but you're like, listen, I got customers here waiting in line. Like, I I have a job to do right now. This is nice to chit-chat. Call me some other time. Yeah. But I, I would get very, you know, aware of that situation and, and not feel comfortable with it. Yeah, we, got fri- we got fries in the fryer, Brian. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how it used to go. I... I'm still very lenient, um, and I, I also think that has to do with how much you like the place beforehand. Like, if it's a place you went to all the time, you really enjoyed, you maybe know to a certain extent the people who work there, and, you know, the service is not still up to where it was maybe in 2019. I think you're more lenient to those places that you really like than you would be to some place that you haven't been before or that you're trying out new. But I'm still on the lenient side. I, I was actually very surprised. And again, I should mention, this is the UK. I haven't seen anything locally on this, but the highest 
uh, number of complaints since 2000. I want to know what happened in 2009. I'm very interested in knowing that. But the highest number of complaints about poor service since 2009. Uh, yeah, that's kind of what I, call centers and waiting on hold, not waiting in a physical line, but waiting on hold. If you call, oh. you know, cable, cell phone, you know, whatever the company annoying that hold is, music. it's already a long time. And now with less people working there, it's even longer. That is an annoying uh, way to be in line. And what's even worse is when you call a place like that and you're in a situation where you know you have to talk to a live person, mm-hmm. but you have to go through all the robotic menus first, yeah. all the automated selections. And now everyone has added that over the last year. Yes. Every uh, place you call has some sort of like that. It only used to be a few places where they'd have the robot, uh, you know, digital assistant or something like that. Now it's everywhere. Right. And so now you call in. You know you're going to have to talk to a person. You have to go through all those steps before you're even in line, before you're even on hold. And then you go through that. That takes about five minutes. And they say, hey, your estimated time is 35 minutes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, 35 minutes from now, get back to me, and uh, it's a little bit longer. Those are my favorite places. When you, when you can press a button and have us call you back. Yes, please. Here. I never do it. I, no? I never get the call back. That's all I do. <laughs> That's all you do. It's text like this. This is why I'm still very lenient. Said I went to a place this morning. This is a texter chiming in. Had six no shows with two people calling. Four people were doing the work of ten. Oh, wow. And it's situations like that yep. why I'm still very I, – I don't want to lose my cool at anyone. Also, the top text, if your coffee order is more than four words, you are part of the problem. Like I said, yes, depends That's on, what the app is for. Depends on where you go. That's what the app is for. If you need some fancy drink, order on the app. I don't know. If it's I 2021. Walk, if I walk into you know any co- coffee shop, I am expecting everybody to order something that I've never heard of before. Well, either that, have, that should be the expectation going in. Either have your order down, because that's another thing that really upsets me when the when the line's held up and it's someone who's been waiting in line as long as you, and they're there about to say their order. And like, well, I think I want the. You Joe, think you've Joe, been here for twenty you. minutes? You're talking about yourself. That is not your me. eyesight. You can't see uh, the menu from I go the back pl- of the line. You're right, but <laughs> I go to a place where I know what I want to order. And if I get to the counter and I'm undecided, I will just order something. I don't want to be the person everyone's upset with any more than I already am. <laughs> you just order. It doesn't matter if you like it or not. Like, listen, I, I have not been able to read the menu. I don't know what's on here. Just give me whatever that guy had. I got to bring my glasses yeah. in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, hey, thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, still a few minutes to text the word draft into 72881 if you want to win $1,000. Maz and Beamer here on WBEN. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 